Help defend the church by becoming a supporter of Family Life International. Your contributions enable us to continue our work to promote the faith, defend the family and promote the sanctity of life. Make a real difference today. Go to www.familyandlife.org.uk slash donate. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Jesus said to the eleven, Go out to the whole world, proclaim the good news to all creation. He who believes and is baptized will be saved. He who does not believe will be condemned. These are the signs that will be associated with believers. In my name they will cast out devils. They will have the gift of tongues, they will pick up snakes in their hands, and be unharmed should they drink deadly poison. They will lay their hands on the sick who will recover. And so the Lord Jesus, after he had spoken to them, was taken up to heaven. There, at the right hand of God, he took his place, while they, going out, preached everywhere, the Lord working with them, and confirming the word by the signs that accompanied it. The Gospel of the Lord. There there is a reference to St. Mark, whose feast we celebrate today, um, in St. Paul, who associates him with his um, first missionary journey. We know very little about the lives of the apostles beyond what is related in the Gospels, and certainly the same for the evangelists. We depend most of what the information we have, we depend on the tradition to give us most of it. We know that Mark was closely associated with St. Peter, and in some places, St. Irenaeus calls him St. Peter's secretary. St. Peter um, preached, and it's interesting for the the fact that St. Peter himself was the Prince of the Apostles, he was the head of the church, we only have two letters from him. Um, But he preached extensively in Antioch and then later in Rome. And uh, again, according to St. Irenaeus, the the people of Rome begged Peter to put down something, to write a gospel about the life of our Lord, which Peter um, didn't do. But Mark did. And so Mark expresses the life of Christ as, uh, as seen by St. Peter. And we can say that with confidence because one of the things we do find in St. Mark's Gospel, there are many references to St. Peter, and they're all negative. They, that is, the faults of Peter are brought up, um, which, of course, would... Uh, um, Peter himself would have agreed with, so since he was so ashamed of his failure. And what we ca- capture in his letters, that is Peter's letters, is his humility. So he says, all wrap yourselves in humility to be servants of each other. And this is something that Peter hammers all the time. He, he also, um, in, in St. Mark, we, we see the, the, the attack of the demons, um, and our Lord's relationship to them. And again, this is part of Peter's charism, because again, as we heard, he tells us, stand up, um, 
He says, um, be calm and vigilant because your enemy, the devil, is prowling around like a roaring lion looking for something to eat. Stand up to him strong in faith and in the knowledge that your brothers all over the world are suffering the same things. So then the troubles that we go through, um, we should first of all remember that we're not alone, that God is with us. Secondly, that the whole church, our brothers and sisters in Christ, are suffering the same things. We are all under this diabolic attack. And that we can overcome with God's grace, with our fidelity, standing up firm and confident, we, we will overcome. But what is also striking is the, the fact that the Christian religion preaches Christ crucified. All the other religions are concerned with the teachings of their founders. So whether it be Buddha or Mohammed or Confucius, it's always the teachings of their, of their founders. And when the founder died, that was the end of it. Not so with us as Christians. The teachings of our Lord are important. But what is even more important is his life. His teachings were not cut short by his crucifixion. He rose again from the dead, and he continues to teach. So we can say that our faith is a living faith, which is what St. Mark draws out in the Gospel. Our Lord sends his disciples out into the world, go out into the whole world, proclaim the good news to all creation. So the teaching is to continue to be proclaimed year after year, century after century, in place after place. And then he, our Lord gives specific instructions or warnings. He who believes and is baptized will be saved. He who does not believe will be condemned. Our Lord sent his disciples into the world to preach the good news to all creation. And this the church has done um, consistently um, throughout the centuries until our own time when suddenly the, the, the call to, to preach the gospel seems to have come to a halt. And the, the, that is part of the consequence of ecumenism, where the, the, the idea that ours is a divine religion and the others are not seem to be obnoxious to certain philosophers and theologians of our time. And so we even have, even today, um, where the, 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 we're, we're told that to preach the gospel is nothing but proselytism, that it is um, to be condemned, and that we are not to make conversions, and that everybody is saved, and there is the anonymous Christian, those who are not baptized and yet uh, believe. Well, all of that is quite contrary to what the gospel itself demands of us, that we are to preach the gospel. But even so, within the within the, the, the church, there was division, or rather the, some members of the church found the, the, what our Lord himself said here to be difficult to accept. And so, for instance, where he says, he who believes and is baptized will be saved, he who does not believe will be condemned. For the Lutherans, this was evidence for them that works were not necessary. You just believe and you'll be saved. And so the the theology of sola fide, belief, faith only, 
um, was established, you don't need works. Well, the church's position is that it's not enough to believe. We must also have good works. We can use the scriptures, St. James says that, but we can also use what our Lord um, himself said. Though many will come to me on that day saying, Lord, Lord, they have faith, open to us, I'll say, I don't know you. Because it is in the good works that we do that we actually encounter Christ. And then there are others who would say, he who believes and is baptized will be saved. They say, well, children don't believe. And this is the position of the Anabaptists and their descendants. They said, no, you have to believe. Um, Baptism by itself is not sufficient. And therefore, children and um, those who are, are mentally challenged cannot be baptized. But then that contradicts what our Lord said. Unless a man's baptized by water and the Holy Spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of heaven. So we, we have that um, also um, a misunderstanding of scripture by some Christians. And then there are others who, when, and in fact, the Anabaptists destroyed the whole sacramental system because of this very position. And then there are others who said that it is not even... Um, necessary to believe. You know, so the, the whole thing be, becomes complicated unless we stick to what the church teaches, which is, has always been clear and firm. So then St. Mark, um, having written the, the gospel, this was used throughout um, the Latin church, Sometime um, after this, he was sent by St. Peter to Alexandria in Egypt. Um, Egypt um, was a very important province of the Roman Empire. And the city of Alexandria became the see of Mark. He was bishop there. He established the church there. And something else that, he, that he's, he's um, responsible for in tradition were the anchorites, the hermits who went out into the desert. He also established a school there, um, and the school of Alexandria was very important for the theology of the second and third centuries, and, and, and even the fourth century, where we have such great saints as Athanasius, who would be the defender of the um, incarnation, the divinity of our Lord, and of course the Blessed Trinity. So the, the church in Alexandria became very important, and um, unfortunately it was um, destroyed by the Muslim invasion. But nonetheless, it, it remains, even today, um, an important um, patri- um, apostolic church. Um, they're called Coptics, um, and they, uh, they have a great devotion, as all the Eastern churches, to our Blessed Lady, especially under her title, of Theotokos, the one who bore the Lord, or as we say in the West, Mother of God. So we ask um, St. Mark, especially in the time in which we live, to intercede for us that we might realize, fully realize and fully believe that there is one holy Catholic and apostolic church and that it is through her alone that salvation is offered to the whole world. In the name of the Father, the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. 
This MP3 recording has been made available by Family Life International. Help us to make many more available in order to promote our Catholic faith. Go to www.familyandlife.org.uk and donate today. Thank you.